Hi there, I'm Andrew Looney from Looney Labs, and you are listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. Good evening, everybody. Uh, Welcome to our session zero for our new Cypher system campaign. Uh, We're going to have Jesse, the GM of the Dragon Fisters, running for us. But before we get into all that, we're going to introduce our players who don't have character names yet, maybe. But uh, Dana, don't you go ahead and take it away? All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Danny Neri from Rhode Island. I am at Imperial Scum on Twitter, and I'm ready to bring a little darkness to this campaign. I'm John from Rhode Island also. My Twitter is at Bonsai Lopper, and I do have a character name. It's Decoro Slarin. Trevor, you're up. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm Trevor. (laughs) I'm not from Rhode Island. I'm from Massachusetts. (laughs) And uh, this is kind of my first time playing with all these guys, except for Jesse, who is my current DM. Uh, for most real life things. <laughs> all right. Obviously, this is John. I'm here all the time. I play in all the things and do all the stuff. So uh, you're stuck with me again, still. And uh, we've we've got Jesse here with us. Had a little bit of technical difficulties as we were getting started. Started, but he's going to run us a phenomenal game because he's a wonderful GM. So you uh, go ahead and take it away, Jesse, and give us whatever. Uh, Flavor, backstory, what are we doing tonight? Uh, you go ahead and take it away. I can't handle the pressure. I quit. Um, <laughs> ah, good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, no, so the uh, so yeah, the way that I've confusingly game to everybody is we're doing a post 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 apocalyptic uh, sci fantasy. <laughs> So it's, uh, yeah, you're going to run into uh, a lot of technology mixed with magic. Um, it's kind of like uh, D&D meets uh, Firefly almost. Ooh, yes. And, and we decided not to play Numenera, which, which does all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I hate playing in other people's games. <laughs> well, so so we should point out then, right, that this is now the third full campaign being run in the world that you created for uh, oh. for the for the home group. Oh, but sh- hey, some oh, people sh- weren't supposed to know that. Oh fuck! All right, cut that out. <laughs> ah, I forgot it. <laughs> Pull that out. <laughs> I'm not going to remember that. I wanted to see. I, I was actually very surprised you you caught on to it that quickly just from the description. So I, I or did I tell you? I can't remember. I, we might have talked about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, because I, I yeah, I can't uh, I can't come up with anything truly original. Uh, so I just kind of take one idea and run with it, which is what I've been doing for like a decade now. Uh, so yeah, the. Anybody who listens to the Dragon Fisters, and if you don't, uh, you're probably you're, sure. you're, you're one of you're you're one of several billion people. But uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's you know only so much that people can listen to. Um, well, so, they should yeah, clearly the, be listening to everything on the network. Yes, they should. Well, what was that network again? 
Oh, the Legends of Tabletop Network? The, oh, yeah, that one. Is it's it? the Legends oh. of Tabletop Network? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like the Masters of Board Games or something like that. No. So well, we kept that. You <laughs> if, if, you, if you watch the, the Instagram, which is legends underscore of at underscore tabletop, there's tons of board game pictures on there. So I can see why you would I'm, make that. You know, there's there some go. confusion. You know, it is a very hot Instagram. Instagram. I'm constantly now. liking that shit. It is, it is pretty hot. <laughs> but, uh, gamer porn. Oh, speaking of porn and gamers, uh, what is this podcast rated? So what can I say and what can I? Mm. You can oh, fucking say whatever the fuck you want. Fuck yeah. Okay. Ah, yes. So PG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By today's standards, PG-13. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the um, so if if you happen to listen to Dragon Fisters, this game basically pay, takes place um, an indiscriminate amount of time ahead of what you've been used to, um, but it's at least um, you know a thousand or so years. So some shits definitely happened. You know, we're basically moving from like Stone Age to Bronze Age almost, or Bronze Age to to you know semi-industrial age. So, should be interesting. Ooh, so you'll help us guide you, us along because we—I don't have uh, any idea about anything about your world. Sassy. You don't have to because it's all—it's all fucking changed. All right. <laughs> uh, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it no here. The pictures yeah. helped out a whole hell of a lot. I—I I really, I really enjoyed those reference materials there. Oh, I think yeah. Yeah, John, put all that up. Everything that I've mm. ever sent you—that better, I better find on the website. Well, I, I posted up the background, which was was quite a bit of text. So we have, I guess, we have all I guess that's original. I guess you can't put up like copyrighted pictures. That might be a little. Uh, if you give credit, I can't see why not, right? I mean, I'm not yeah, trying to. I hate giving credit. I don't give credit to other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, other people off all the time and don't give them any credit. <laughs> Well, that is what role playing is all about, right? Yes, it is. That's what I've heard. Uh, At least for so, yeah, GM. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so anyway, yeah. Right now, I have uh, absolutely no idea where the campaign's what the campaign's going to do or where we're going to go with it uh, because I don't know who the characters are, and I don't know where we're going to start or what their goals or ambitions are, and that's what we're here tonight to find out. Is we want to build the party, build the characters, um, find a way to bring them together, and uh, find out what they're interested in and what direction we can point them in to prod all of their uh, deepest and worst behaviors out of them, as I usually like to do. Awesome. I all thought right. this was really great uh as i was like making my character and thinking about it i'm like oh i can't wait to bounce it off you guys and hear what you think and get your feedback and really make the dynamic you know set from the Mm -hmm. start (laughs) well before we do all that now danny and and john i know you guys both play cypher system you're familiar with it i listen to fandible they they run both the strange and new monera uh fabulous podcast i mean their their stuff's phenomenal um trevor have you ever played cypher system before I've never played Cypher System ever. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's so you you obviously play Pathfinder at least, and, and maybe some other stuff. What was your feeling in kind of getting into the book and trying to generate a character and stuff like that? Had what was your feeling of the system as you were kind of getting into it? 
Uh, very overwhelming, but that's how I am with everything all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Like as as I go and figure it out. Okay, and Jesse, you you've never played before either, right? I have not. I came up with the idea of the game and a few days later picked the book up. <laughs> and so I've, I'm, I'm about three weeks into learning the system. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But I figured that the Cypher system uh, best lent itself to the type of game that I wanted to play. So sure. okay. instead of taking D&D that I'm used to and reskinning it, I figured why not just use a system that actually does what I want it to do. So, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so I run a lot of Cypher system at um, cons and like for game stores, and it's really easy to catch on. So that was when you guys said that, and that Jesse had never run it before. I'm like, yes, this is really such a great like show of. <laughs> I was gonna say mm, for, judgment. For three weeks mm. seems like a, a perfect time to get familiar <laughs> enough, familiar enough with it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the system. Uh, reading the mechanics and just the way that everything works, and I've watched a few playthroughs and everything, and uh, it seems really kind of simple. I don't want to necessarily say basic, but it seems like the ease of use mm. is good. There's a there's a nice nice even in that you can then ramp up with difficulty depending on how far into the like how deep into uh, RP and everything that you want to get into and how complex, complicated you want it to make it be, but you can also have it be as easy as you want it to. Right. It's, like. it's not very crunchy. Uh, it, it's really yes. simple. I'm like, you know, page two of the book is like, it's whatever you want it to be. So <laughs> yeah. go ahead and play. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? Can justify it. <laughs> yeah. Just the fact that I'm trying to, like I'm reading on like the mechanics and of combat and everything. And, and I'm like, okay, all right. If I have a party of level, first level characters, what is like the difficulty that I should be throwing at them? And like right off yeah. the bat, they're like, and it doesn't though that's not a thing that we really do. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, no, but seriously. What, Balance how, is how a skill in this game. It's not something you should be worried about in combat. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're like, yeah, we don't really balance isn't really a thing in Cypher System. They're like, what? Okay. All right. <laughs> Throw something at us and let us figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and everybody can do it, right? So, like, if you wanted to climb, you know, scale the outside of the wall, you pick a difficulty, you make the check. The only difference is if you have a skill in it, it lowers it by a step. So, you, there's not really any penalty to trying anything, really. Right. It, it's really weird. We talked about it on the show last night, and, and Adam was somewhat aghast at my mm, hesitation, reluctance of, of you know, Cypher System, because it's just such a different... For me, it's so different from everything I've ever played, and it doesn't mm. have that crunch. Like, if, as soon as there's a table, I'm like, oh, let me look. I'm all into the table because I can. There's numbers. There's things I can pick stuff, and it's just like you know, going through character creation and stuff. It's just so different. It's just so hard to wrap your head around. For me, it, it has been. Mm. So, John, that three distance thing must terrify you. That there's only. I'm okay right. with that. There's no right? feet. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. because we do. How many um, feet is that? Well, yeah, like for Rogue Trader, we've always run like theater of the mind. So, like you know, your your bolter no. could shoot, 
you know, a hundred meters or 500 meters or whatever it is. So like, it doesn't matter, you know, um, edge of the empire is the same thing. You know, they have range bands Mm. and and I played a little bit of that and that like, that's fine. Like we do so much online gaming that sort of placement and things becomes less relevant in, in game, you know, even for pathfinder for the alt campaign, you know, we did no map. It was all theater of the mind and it, I'm okay with that, but Oh man, it's just been really hard to get into, and I know it's going to be a fantastic game, especially with Jesse running. You know, having having you and John, you know, playing because you guys have you know so much experience, and you know, Trevor is an experienced role player, so like, it's going to be great. But getting in there and kind of getting to that spot has been like, oh, oh yeah, travel with that. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll take good care of you. Yeah. <laughs> get you right in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It, it's I'm I'm absolutely looking forward to it. I know it's going to be a good time. It, it's just it's it's different. It is it's very different, and it, it's been kind of like. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I'll say as first opinions of cipher cipher system Numenera. I played first when I was making a character. I'm like, this is so easy. Like, where's my customization? And then I realized you can get pretty. You can get kind of crunchy with it, depending how far you want to go. So. Want to talk crunch later? Yeah, well, yeah. So, like, you can stack, like, if you do, you know, certain uh, descriptors along with certain, you know, foci, you know, you can really kind of build, you know, like your speed pool or this or that. Like, you can really kind of merge all those things. And I'm and I'm, I'm starting to kind of see that and sort of get into that. But, yeah, it's – yeah, it, it'll be I good. Ran, I ran into a situation where I was looking at a couple of – descriptors that actually would have started me out specialized in three things three wow. skills wow and I, I i pulled it i pulled back on it because that's you know I, I don't want that so now instead i've got three things that i have an inability in so, <laughs> that makes things nice a step harder for you so that that's point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh what is it that they say that it's not it's not the the highest number so, like in terms of D, you know, most of my references involve D and D, but it's you know they say that the what does what makes your character isn't the hot their highest number, oh but gosh. their lowest. Yes. <laughs> and so far, my our, patience, willpower, and discipline are my weakest <laughs> things. I've got an inability in those three things for you. So, wow, you are the. Most off the handle person then. <laughs> uh, does he have? Does he have a master then? Are you on the? Are you on someone's leash? <laughs> we can kind of. No, it's not. Decoro's on no it, one's keep leash. Keep Heel. <laughs> no one puts a leash on me. <laughs> Unless it's Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday nights are leash nights. Oh, it is Thursday night. Oh, well, that's not the kind of game I signed up for. You know, <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> well, you don't know until you try. It's true. Trevor usually wears his collar on Fridays. So when you go to the bath club, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about me behind my back. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right so uh so how do we want to get into this do we want to uh let's see right, you know what i think that oh go ahead shut up i was what? gonna say do you want to go top down so like you want to start with everybody telling what their class is and then 
Um, well, actually, no, I, I want to start even even more wide scope than that. Ooh. I want to I want to start with the with the world. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that first off, I think because where you there there's stuff happening. I have a general idea of of what's happening in the world right now, and so I think that starting off, if we figure out where you guys are starting, I think that could really um, find little tweaks to the knobs and numbers of of what you guys will be doing and, uh, and kind of what's available. Some help with that. My feedback from the other characters, how I am getting where I am. So, so there you go. Um, so yeah. So does, does anything jump out at anybody? Uh, if you want to pull up your maps, um, does, does any other than the giant black spot, Oh, that was immediately what I was like. Yes, start there. That's right in the center of that. Um, There's like a vomiting newbie fire hydrant. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's it's the one with the red dot. It looks like a scoopy fire hydrant, and it's vomiting. I thought it looked like a nipple. (laughs) I was gonna say zit. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I actually think it kind of looks like Snoopy coughing into his hand. Yeah. Or a Cthuloid Snoopy. It's more like a tentacle, maybe. Oh, there we go. Mm. Oh, yeah, there we go. A Cthuloid Snoopy. Okay. It's That's gonna be in there somehow. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some sort of tiny animal skull off the eastern portion of the map. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely some type of rodent. Animal Skull Island. That's what that's called. Oh, yeah. oh, and the one to the left of Snoopy kind of looks like a cubone. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, question: If somebody's watching this, how can they see? Not if people that are watching this, how can they see this map so they know what we're joking about and talking about? I could go back and post it into. Oh shit! I can't do it on that computer. Um, Ooh, I can throw it um, post on the website. Well, can you? John, can I tweet it out there? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you could yeah, you could tweet it too, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh uh John, can you screen share? I might be able to do that. Um let me see. But then nobody will get to see me. <laughs> <laughs> That's double bonus right there. Whoa! Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is now up in the uh, Google Hangout window, I think. I already oh, cool. miss you, though. I already miss you. All right, so I will. I will lock onto my my photo, so people can kind of see what's going on here. Hey, there we go. Look at that. There we go. So right. that is what we're talking about. It is a beautiful map. All right. So Mike, uh, so, yes. I'll start off with my character is originally from the swamp. So what would be a swampy region here? So I just have a general idea what island. Hmm, slums. Um, if we're talking about kind of a, uh, if you're talking about more more withdrawn, poorer, um, kind of more rough and tumble area. I got a swamp, like alligators and. Uh, oh, swamp. Yeah. I thought you said slum. Oh, yeah. Ah, there we go. All right. Um, so you definitely want to stay away from um, Cthulhu Snoopy. Okay. Because the majority of that 
continent, that land is is desert. Okay. And and uh, and such. Um, you'll probably the the Cubone mm-hmm. is would probably be a good selection for that, especially the northeastern, uh, basically like the 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 top third. It would be really good. Okay. Um, and the the top continent is mostly um, think of that almost like Canada esque. Oh. So so probably probably not up there. And then eastern the the animal skull is uh, probably a, a slight slight mix. You could prop maybe have some swampy region in there, but. Um, it's also in terms of temperature, um, kind of moderate. Okay. So, so if we're looking for just like straight up swamp regions, um, Cubone is probably your best bet. All right. And now I don't know if you guys want to maybe be from different parts, or if you all want to be from the same area, or maybe the majority of you are and like one of you could be from a different place. I don't really know how you guys want to mix it up. I think it makes sense for Decoro to be from Canada, but yeah, uh, I don't like he, he's probably he's, he, it would make sense for him to be wherever it makes sense for him to be to start the campaign. Uh, so, because <laughs> he's gonna, he, he goes wherever law enforcement has a tough time keeping up with uh, uh, the things they have to enforce. Uh, okay. Um, so Canada is pretty pretty settled. It's it's fairly heavy region, heavily regionalized, and so that you know you might have like small border skirmishes here and there, but for the most part, that's okay. Uh, Cthulhu Snoopy is almost like the Wild West. Um, you know, it's still kind of more towards the post-apocalyptic than the post-post. Um, it's been settled, but it's still sporadic settlements here and there. Um, so it's pre-post-apocalyptic as opposed to post-post-apocalyptic? Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah, like that. pre-post. Actually, maybe that makes more sense then. Yeah. And then uh, you also do have um, Cubone World, where that is similar to Cthulhu Snoopy, but it's not, um, it's more for lack of population than (coughs) for danger. So you have a, a lot more wilderness over in that part of the world. Now, what about the what about like the little islands above Cthulhu Snoopy and south of Canada? Um, those are the the larger islands are sporadically populated. Mm-hmm. You get more. You probably get a lot more island hopping in that. Yeah, it's almost a um, a um, like a Philippines esque feel to it. Um, where you just get a lot of small groups, but uh, there's a lot of movement with those groups around the islands. And, uh, you know, you probably get the the 
populations in those smaller island chains that kind of run between the continents. Um, there's not a ton of population there. Okay. Uh, mainly because it's not exactly um, hospitable places. Very rocky, very um, volcanic. Okay. So you mainly get a lot of people if you're traveling from one land to another. Um, you maybe stop there for a day or two to rest and repair, but there's not a lot of people that really set up shop and live there. Is there any place uh, that's like small rural town? Uh, it's not a lot coming in, going out. It's just the people that live there. Yeah, basically. Okay. Now, what about the uh, the cat the Catskull Island, the one all the way out to the east? Um, that is a land that's been pretty even uh, for even before the apocalypse. Um, it was a a civilization that was pretty much segmented from the rest of the world to begin with. So it's that's the one that's actually survived the best throughout this time. Um, they've they've managed to, for the most part, hold on to their humanity throughout the entire ordeal. Um, they've the the downside of it is that they haven't gained as much as the other world in terms of technological development. Um, so they're still pretty new to that game. They are heavily influenced in magic. Oh, that's where I want to be from. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. Yeah. You they said they were the most um, like pure still. Does that mean that technology corrupts? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Trevor. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> You're yeah. good to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, it's, well, it's one of those things where, you know, um, technology is power. And not everybody has it. Um, magic is a lot easier to come by, but not as easy to master. Whereas technology, all you need is a little bit of magic most of the time to gain a lot of power. Uh, so yeah, technology is much easier to be to be corrupt with, corrupted with. Mm -hmm. uh, however, magic gains you a lot more power. So the more time you put into it, the more power you get, which can ultimately lead to corruption and if, you know, you're 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 possibly looking at it a bigger swing that way. Mm -hmm. So, so they're not opposed to technology necessarily. They just it's not been part of their exactly worldview, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So they they have bits and pieces of technology. It's just they're not. It's not as much of a um, a crutch to them as it is to the rest of the world. Okay. I'm thinking probably Canada yeah. would be my would be my spot. Uh just what I'm thinking as far as his sort of backstory, something more settled would be uh at least initially or where he was born at. Now where he spent the last, you know, 
whatever, 10 years might be a different place, but I, I think his, his family is from, from the Canada Island. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, the way we could play it too, is that if you guys want to be from different parts of the world, um, you know, there's, there is travel obviously throughout the world, there's boats. Um, so you could have been brought to a, a central location through various means and then, uh, and then affixed together somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say I definitely like the idea of being from Cubone, Cubone, um, but like your help, everybody contributing to what's getting me out of there and, you know, where we're all meeting up. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so far we have uh, a Canada and a Cubone. Trevor, you said that you probably want to be from uh, from Vermin Skull. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. East Birdhead. <laughs> <laughs> East Birdhead. And John, are you going Cthulhuid Snoopy? Was that your Wild West kind of thing? Or? Uh, yeah, I was. I was sort of. I was thinking about it because the way Decaro is gonna sort of be is he he's he's the explorer type, so. A lot of what he's going to do is going to he's going to find places that are in need of the tech of a lot of the technology that's sort of around. I'm not 100 percent sure what that is yet, but um, so he's the one he's willing to just just jump right in, go find whatever someone needs, and then just sell it immediately so that he can, you know, he just he gets as much coin as he can in one shot, and then goes off. And then when he runs out of coin, he goes back or whatever the coin is in this setting, he goes back mm-hmm. and does it again. So he just you know it's. He's gotten quite good at that. So I, I think I'm not sure if, if these if the Cthuloid Snoopy better for that. It seems like whatever place it is more reliant on the technology that I can go get and provide to get paid. If that makes uh, sense. Does that make sense? It does. Does that fit? It does. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, in that case, um, so do you see blue dot in the bottom half of Cubone, I do. Yeah, there's kind of that. So that's a that's like a valley almost. That's the top end. Oh, that's cool. the top end of a, of a really really long valley. And just to give you perspective on how big this whole area is, if you see if you can zoom in or if you need to those little hexes. Yeah. Hex is a about twelve miles wide. Uh, Oh, so so working looking at a very oh know, wow so like for instance yeah. Cubone is probably easily you know 150 to 200 miles wide. Nice, all right, cool. Um, so yeah, so that area is probably very like I said, you know, all of Cubone is pretty sparsely populated, um, but that bottom half area will would be um, very steeped in technology and magic. Yes. Okay. That's probably where I'm, I am right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> spending, spending the last bits of, of my currency at a bar somewhere <laughs> or at a, at a tavern somewhere. <laughs> nope. Time to go back to work. And then that's when, I meet everybody, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you definitely could be, you know, a, um, you know, it sounds almost like your character might be a runner of some sorts. 
mm, where yeah, you basically work, yeah. grab te- you grab technology from from your area and then parse it out to other places that you think need it. Uh, right? Yeah, whoever's going to pay yeah. the most for it. I'm not hundred. I'm not too yeah. interested in hoarding any of it. I just i I mm-hmm. would like to get the job done and get paid and move on. So, do you deal more locally, or are you a like, you know, grab it from your land and then like hop a hop a boat, hop a ship, and 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 spread it out? If I heard word that someone was paying a lot for a specific item that I have or a specific mm-hmm. piece of technology I have, I I if I trusted the information, I would probably mm-hmm. hop a boat. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Not bad. Good to know. All right. Um, all right. What did you say that your character's name was again? It's Decoro Slarin. Right. I'm not married to the last name, but it sounds like it fits. But I'm fine with it. <laughs> all right. And I had, uh, as far as the 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 character sentence, I'm so far I'm an impulsive explorer who works the system, but I've got two other foci that I'm kicking around. And now that I've sort of have a better feeling of it, I think delved too deeply might be interesting because that, that means that I'm basically, mm. I'm, I've been taken over by, uh, oh my gosh, where did I put that? I have this weird darkness about me that sort of manifests in different ways. And I, I feel like it, it fit well with the impulsive. Like I saw something and I, ah, I'm just going to go in and check it out. And then now I, I can't really be out in sunlight without being covered. And there's a couple of, I mean, it's mm. a full guy. So I get some uh, tier based benefits from it. So I'm still parsing that out. Yeah. That kind of almost reminds me of, uh, of, of like a warlock of sorts. Oh, like yeah. you, <laughs> you, ac- you accidentally made a pact with this mm-hmm. demon, and now you kind of fucked and you're stuck with it. it yeah, <laughs> actually, like, I took some shit from it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that might that actually sounds pretty pretty good. If there's if there's demons to make pacts with, you're exposed oh, to a substance you liberated. Uh, <laughs> it's called <laughs> void matter. Void matter is part matter, part energy. Oh. But I mean, if you're willing to accept it as something that works in, in the um, in the setting, then I mean, it can it can be whatever. I mean, it's all about if, if, oh, if you that... think it works. Because I think that as far as what I just explained Decoro to be, it probably makes sense that I should take that one. Um, I could absolutely play with something with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't like like s- sunlight hurts me so i so i'm covered mm-hmm. up if I'm, if I'm indoors i'm i'm fine i mean it obviously it gives you uh some benefits as you go along but yeah it's basically yeah. i yeah <laughs> that would Floyd be matter. interesting all right i think i'm gonna do that impulsive explorer who delved too deeply obviously <laughs> all right I like that. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think that gives us a pretty decent um, decent direction for you. Let's see. John, I think Trevor and Danny kind of have a, a decent outlook on their character, or a somewhat of an outlook on their character. So, real quick, I'm going to jump to John, because I, I know that you've been – you have a few different things that you're trying to 
to go through. I'm assuming so, you mean John but, Prime. Yeah, yes. we're gonna <laughs> John Prime. Oh, I like. There we go, JP. There you go. There you go. All right. So we'll call you the Primus. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was the one getting nickname. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going Warrior. Um, okay. And he's it's going to be an assassin build, but he's not like murder hobo assassin. It's it's more mm -hmm. like this is a job. Someone pays me for a service. Um, mm -hmm. You know whether or not someone necessarily deserves what's coming to them is, you know, maybe sometimes on his on sometimes on his mind, maybe not. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of what I'm thinking as far as backstory is that his. Father was in the military, um, was injured, uh, is somewhat infirm. His parents are older now, and his sister still lives at the at the homestead, the farm, or whatever. Uh, which is why I was thinking the northern continent would be a little bit better because it's a little bit more stable. And um, he fell into some, you know, gambling debts. A favor was owed. Something happened, and you know the this you know tough you know, gangster or whatever kind of leaned on him was like, okay, well you're gonna you're gonna work this debt off for me. Uh so he became a bodyguard and, you know, sometimes the duty was, well, you know, you you gotta that guy pissed me off. So, you know, you've gotta mm -hmm. you've gotta take him out for me because you owe me now. <laughs> right. So you know, it, it's never been like a personal thing. So he sends a lot of money home to, you know, make sure that his parents are taken care of, that his sister never married because she's home with the parents and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so he's assassin, you know, as, as a, as a profession, um, I'm, I'm kind of unsure. So as far as focus, I'm vacillating between murders, which makes sense because he murders people. Um, the other one was moves like a cat, uh, which I'm, I'm kind of thinking I like that one a little bit better because we don't have necessarily a, a tank or a fighter build. So, you know, playing into that sort of assassin background. It's like, I kill you with my hands. I kill you with a, I'll stab you. I'll shoot you, whatever. Like yeah, I want them to sort of be multifunctional. So I think moves like a cat, I think mechanically has a little bit better, you know, almost like a, you know, like a sword dancer sort of thing where he's just very agile moving around the field. He's a little bit harder to hit, um, you know, mm -hmm. not necessarily buffer and tougher, but just, you know, kind of lithe and wiry, kind of like a, uh, you know, like a Jet Lee kind of thing. It's just hard, you know, not necessarily big. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think I've kind of settled in on that. And then as far as the descriptor, uh, I, I think to sort of increase the the buff of that, I was thinking graceful. So a, a graceful warrior who moves like a cat. Which, which doesn't necessarily speak to his assassin background, uh, but I think, you know, sort of mechanically from that perspective gives him that, you know, sort of ability to to range far and wide as as he needs to. And, and Graceful also gives you training in, in you know, uh, careful movement, balance. Um, you know, he's trained in speed defense, which again kind of makes him harder to hit. So I think those sorts of things, you know, kind of play to that background. So I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> Jen Prime, are you sure you weren't inspired by my very noisy cat? Oh, I'm sorry. I was gone for three days, and he was, like, acting like he was murdered outside the door. So I had to let him in, and now he's just, you know, 
He's a mama's boy. He's spoiled. So, no, sorry. he's fine. He's fine. He's squeaking. I, couldn't, I can't awesome. believe how loud he is. <laughs> Your um, Jess, awesome. do we want to keep the map up still, or do we want to go? We want to see you. Let's see out? you. All right. Back yeah, no, I think we're good with yeah. that for now. Yeah. All right. Anybody Stop. that anybody want, wants to play along can uh, can grab it through there through several sources. Yes. At this point. Cool. Yeah, I, I posted up in the chat. I, I went back. I was looking at the map, and I was moving it all around. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a movement. And I looked over, and in the chat, the map was moving around. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that um, now. So John, how would you feel about doing a role reversal? No, I don't like it. From your Road Trader <laughs> game, and perhaps be a uh so you said you you know you kind of play as like a hired mercenary almost mm -hmm. um how would you feel about being either and now uh john too uh i don't know if you're uh how many other people you get involved in your dealings um but perhaps the the items that you're carrying right now because the quantity that you're carrying um you might want to bring on some hired help yeah. so maybe uh either uh this hired mercenary uh this hired gun could be either on these at the same location um and you know partaking upon the same travel as you or you could have um hired him directly for assistance and moving these goods, um, um, you know, whichever one you guys feel comfortable with. I don't know how closely you want to be connected. Oh no, I, d I don't mind. Yeah. We can be as, as close as, I mean, we could even know each other uh, hmm. or uh, perhaps Decker isn't someone that uh, John Prime's character necessarily is happy about knowing, but you know, him nonetheless, uh, but, <laughs> I, it could be something like I'm over my cipher limit, like me mechanically. So yeah. as I, oh, I got to start unloading some of this stuff or whatever happens in your world mechanically, if you have too many ciphers is going right. to happen. And I already, I've already got this void matter situation going on. So I don't want to be dealing with that too much. You don't want to tempt fate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's fun. I see. I, I was thinking, you know, once, you know, the, the, the party is thrust together. I mean, we're literally all from different continents at this point um, mm -hmm. that because of my business that I would, you know, maybe know each character because, you know, at some point, you know, the, you know, Danny's character, you know, needed, I needed her to help to raise somebody to prove that, you know, they had already died of natural causes or something, or, mm -hmm. you know, I needed, you know, Trevor's, uh, characters help to to solve some you know arcane puzzle or something that like he couldn't get through a warded door to do the murder that he needed to do and i'm like hey i need help with this arcane thing like this is what i know about it and you know it could be the same thing where like you know you have extra ciphers or whatever and you know we you know he's like you know in the bar like hey you look like maybe you can help i have a thing if i here's some coin you know blah blah blah. so like just that sort of you know i know you a little bit here and you a little bit here and you know however we're ultimately all thrust together 
Oh, I don't know. It could even be that you're you're putting out there in the like, through whatever this could be like the, the initial tie-in uh, that you, that you've got some sort of a job you need a team and uh, you put out there that you're in need of some things. And I mean, maybe for my part, I, I come upon something while I'm searching and then I hear that you want him. Oh, I know him. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah, visit yeah. that guy. And then I, I go, Hey, look what I got. You know, I come in with it and I don't know, maybe something like that. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> Center of town. There's like one of those little flyers with little papers you rip off the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit, he's looking for this. I got this. All right. I hop on a boat to wherever you are. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, I think that um, I kind of think that the the tie-in for how you like what you guys are exactly doing might be either Danny or Trevor. Mm. So let's see, Danny. We already know that you're at the top of Cubo now. Yes. Or at least I, that's I where you're from. That's where I'm from, yeah. Okay. So my current yeah. location is questionable. Exactly, yes. Um, but the one that we have to get all the way over across the lands is Trevor. I can so, be literally anywhere. That's just where I want to be from. So. <laughs> no, yeah, no. So, um, so we have to kind of figure out. A, we have a we have a good reason for why. Uh, let's see, Decoros has left Cthulhuid Snoopy. Or actually, yeah. You said you kind of want to be from there, but, you know, the... Well, no, the it, it was it was fine for me to just be from the blue dot. From, oh, okay. Yeah, that that's fine. Because especially if that's a, uh, a technology-rich area, that's probably yeah. where I'll do most of my delving. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, so we, we know... So you're there. We can kind of move you up a little bit. Um, John, we, uh, we have a good reason to to bring you south um i.e money <laughs> you know um and there's probably a lot of jobs in this you know you probably get a lot of uh what it what is it when you uh contracts you, yeah no when when you when you bring a person from one place to another you know the missions and mmos that we all hate bounties Oh, caravans. <laughs> there we go, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking escort missions. Escort, that's it. Yeah, yes. so, oh, yeah. yeah. There's probably, yeah, you probably have a lot of, yeah, there's probably a lot of escort missions there, or like, this person stole this from me, get it back any means necessary <laughs> type stuff. Right. So you probably have a lot of jobs from, from that. I'll, I'll throw this in, too. I mean, yes. he, you know, he's because it's just work sort of thing. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, sometimes he'll be sitting in a bar and, like, you know, one of the local farmers will come in and be like, oh, you know, this guy kicked over my fence post or whatever. And, like, you know, you've got to kill him because my cow got out and whatever. <laughs> no. And be like, no, you know, like, you know, flick him a gold coin and be like, go fix your fence, go talk right. to your neighbor. Like, he's just as, as easily to give advice. Mm. to uh you know to defuse a situation as to go and just right. you know kill somebody nice. so like you know like right. an escort thing like you know he's his debt is paid you know he's he's on his own he's doing his own thing at this mm -hmm. point you know he, he picks and chooses what it was nice. missions would be yeah yeah so at this point you're kind of comfortable with the lifestyle yeah yeah 
Nice. Uh, so, uh, Trevor, what's yeah. uh, what's your idea for um, for what kind of the basis of your character? Well, uh, I figured out a name. My name's going to be Milo Sonder. Um, he's an inquisitive adept, and uh, I haven't figured out a focus yet. But I'm leaning towards uh, focuses mind over matter. But uh, I Milo's like whole drive is to just uh, explore the mysteries of the world. Um, <laughs> so he just wants to like, he wants, cause he's from the place that isn't really about technology. It's mostly magic. He wants to learn mm -hmm. about, uh, he wants to figure out technology and how it started. And he also wants to figure out all the other mysteries of the world. He's just, he's just really inquisitive. He just wants to know everything all the time. Interesting. So I do that by so exploring that actually freely from home and right. doing whatever I want to do. Very nice. So actually that could be, um, that could be a very good dragon because you are, you know, it's not like these are secluded areas. You know, there, there, like I said, there are people who travel to and from these lands all the time. Um, travel is not necessarily restricted. Um, sometimes it's um, traveling to another country uh, to another region is uh, regulated, but uh, that's kind of few and far between, and there's always ways to get around that. So uh, you probably know about all the other lands. And uh, so especially whereas you're in a, um, not necessarily technology starved, but very low <coughs> tech region, uh, mm -hmm. like you said, you know, you might be interested in uh, the, the quickest way to introduce yourself into technology would probably be to travel to Cubone's crotch <laughs> um, where you basically be going from, you know, one of the areas of lowest population of technology to one of the highest. Well, as long as Cubone keeps his crotch nice and clean and it's not sweaty. <laughs> and fine. Of course that he doesn't. Really. Of course no. he doesn't. <laughs> Have you Think seen like how your worst limited con. his his sight is through that skull? Like he can't yeah, see really crap. Can't, can't clean anything. No. <laughs> it only has is a bone. Like, <laughs> unless he ties a sponge to it or something, I don't see. Oof. But uh, but yeah, that that could be um, basically how to get you across the world almost. Yeah, that that absolutely works for me. Um, yeah. Trevor, is your character independently wealthy? Uh, I would say no, but um, no, I would say no. <laughs> well, it could be one of those things where you are, um, if you are more adept, ha ha ha, um, wow. yes. yes, you did it. Cypher yes. uh, You could, uh, you know, it's, you basically earn your wage traveling from place to base so you could live by very meager means you know just basically getting by as best you can while putting the majority of your earnings and the and most of your time in getting from place to place to explore okay just a thought that's all not saying that's what is happening but you brought it you know danny brought up a very interesting point of kind of how you know in around you know in a sort of way of like how do you afford to get 
from one side of the world to the other. Perhaps I sell knowledgeable secrets. Uber? Ooh. Ooh. Uber, yes. <laughs> Uber, yes. <laughs> Uber. But it, it's more like it'd be like Moober for magic carpets or something. Oh, there you go. <laughs> ah. Oh, I thought it was for cows. <laughs> <laughs> I have a flying cow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's called Over the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that would be interesting. Of um, you know, if you kind of do, you know sell secrets and knowledge to get to you know from place to place yeah um, that could be broker. i can totally do that yeah That's yeah that totally could be a very interesting tie-in between uh between milo or milo and uh decoros Ooh. Ooh, no s decoro decoro hey, all right we'll solve this oh, all you guys put your character names into the chat oh no, that's not as fun as me guessing. My bad. <laughs> but then I have them so when I post up the, the actual plays, I know who everybody is. <laughs> uh, fine. I spelled both of those wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that could be, you know, uh, uh, you could almost, uh, Trevor, uh, Milo could almost be the uh, like on your tra- like as you travel around, uh, you kind of get a sense of who's who and what and who needs what, mm-hmm. and then like at points like maybe you meet up with Decaro, and okay, yeah. you're like, hey, you know, just heard you know about a, you know three or four weeks ago that there's this place over here that really is in need of some stuff, and if you can get it, they'll pay top. Top coin for it. Oh, oh, I can definitely get it then. I can definitely get yeah. it. Top coin? Mm. Top coin. Not, not mid coin. Nope. Not even mid coin. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do mid coin sometimes. It's the only thing out there. I'll, I'll do some bottom, bottom coin, coin, but mostly bottom top coin. Bottom moist. And... <laughs> when times are tough, I'll do bottom coin. No that's a That's an odd odor to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you like bottom like, coin? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> mm, bottom coin. Well, so Tre- Trevor assumed that it was a euphemism for something else. <laughs> I assumed everything was a euphemism for something else. <laughs> I like that. Good tie-in. I like it. All right. Hey, all right. Let's see if Danny can bring us home now. Yeah. So uh, what do we got? So, so what is, what is your... What is your, your basic concept? What are you looking at right now? All right. So I have my sentence, um, and I'll tell you the concept behind it. I am a hideous cultist cultist who, um, oh, gosh, what's the word? Consorts with the dead. So my character is a speaker, which uh, is kind of like bard, priest, except I'm hideous. So I'm going to take a hit to all my social interactions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. But I get a, a bonuses to, like, fear and intimidation. Um and I like the dead. So my concept is uh, I was in a swamp and my, my hideous disfigurement is I have all scales down one side of my face. I'm like just scary to behold, look pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, except that I took it as a blessing from, I don't know what the gods are like in your world, but some kind of serpent 
I mean, if they're dead gods or what, but I took mm -hmm. it as a sign from a god that this, everybody thinks it's hideous, but, you know, I wear it as a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. um, and that my end goal, I guess, is the cultist part, the speaker, is to bring awareness to maybe perhaps dead gods or this such, raise one. Again, I don't know how it works in the world and be willing mm -hmm. to change it anyway. Um, and the, the dead part is kind of mm -hmm. a flair of necromancy. So I can yeah. raise the dead, talk to them, and eventually have some undead buddies. Nice. Maybe with scales, I hope. So yeah. what I'm hearing is you want to raise Cthuloid Snoopy. <laughs> oh, I mean, if that's a thing, yeah. Yes. That as long as scared. I get the red bear in my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your character kind of reminds me of one that I played a while back. I did a, uh, I played an Inquisitor. Uh, from Pathfinder, and he was heavy into fighting the undead. Um, he was actually a um, a sin eater, and Ooh. so you know he he basically went around curing people uh, who had been cursed by the undead, but in doing so took it upon himself, and so he had just like necrotic burns and scars all over his body, and like kind of flesh like melting away in some areas that he tried to hide as best he could, but, but he took it. That, that was almost his badge of like, you know, this is the pain that I go through to give others peace type thing. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Well, others would think it'd be terrible uh, to be born with some kind of scales. Some, you know, <laughs> it's a sign. Um, but I don't right. know how the gods work in your world or if it would be some undead technology. So I wanted your help, like filling in the blanks. Um, well, the, so the gods, uh, this is a, um, you know, a, because it still has that kind of fantasy D and D esque flair to it. Um, the gods very much exist. Um, how much contact they have with the people is, is hit or miss. Um, there, there are, uh, holy people out there. It's kind of one of those things where if, again, if we talk about it in, in D&D terms, um, you'd think about the like the clerics and the paladins and the druids. Um, they're the ones who would be totally positive that gods existed. And in, in one form or another. Um, and then there's going to be a small population of the people um, who just outright deny that the gods exist or that they are around anymore. Like at one point, yeah, maybe they did exist, but they're long dead. Um, those would probably be the people in, in harsher areas who are like, if the gods existed, then obviously they, they would have helped us by now. And so screw them. They're probably dead. Uh, or I don't care about them anymore. The, the vast majority of the population is going to be um, I don't know if they exist. I don't know if they do exist. I hope they do. And therefore, I'm going to treat them as if they do. So you're going to run into almost like a, a Romans or Greeks type situation um, mm -hmm. where there will be, um, you know, nobody's going to be necessarily be devout, devoted to a God unless that's what they want to do with their life. Um, but you'll have like the, the traders and the travelers who will kind of 
pray to their God and make certain small sacrifices to appease them for a good journey or a good harvest, something like, like a good hunt, anything like that. Um, you will also have um, kind of a newer wave of people who are more technology focused, who will pray to technology as if it's a God um, and kind of believe it's almost a, a more Eastern take on philosophy of the, there isn't a one God, but there is a being and there is a power. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of what they devote themselves to. Um, but yeah, there are the, the ancient gods. There are old gods out there. Um, maybe they're still around and they just lack the, uh, the followers to be able to, make the effort to affect things in this world mm -hmm. um or maybe they're dead um uh, but if you're a deity you know are you ever truly dead so we're just sleeping yeah well well that is in that concept then that would work for you going absolutely okay. yeah um one thing we'll have to try to figure out is um kind of yeah, what, what God um, and uh, kind of how, how you want to play that. Um, I do have, now we can do this one of two ways. Um, either, I do have a, a, a very small selection, but a, a selection nonetheless of gods that have existed and kind of ones that could possibly still be in play or... Um, or at least ones that you could um, draw upon for this. Um, or you can just go ahead and we can have you create your own ancient God that you want to try to resurrect. Okay. It depends on if you want to. Um, and this is just for my own, for, for kind of my own thing is it depends on whether or not you want to, how much you want to tie it into the lore of the world that's previously existed, or if you want to make this um, kind of something new and unknown, maybe, maybe she stumbled across a deity that had existed for all this time, but nobody knew about until you maybe came across this artifact or a book that, kind of gave you, you know, the the hope and the idea. Okay. Oh, I like that. I mean, I'm always up for making a god. So is that something yeah. we can do like in the in the meantime like you know, the next coming weeks yeah. back and forth? Absolutely. I want, I, to, uh, I want it to be I, in part of your world. Yeah, you could tie I, that into what's going on with the party as well. Maybe that has something to do with uh why we're all getting drawn together. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking, what is getting me a out of this? A new emerging god. You know, somehow I got it in my head that I had to leave the swamp and do something that mm -hmm. what is, you know, up in the air right now. Um, if we're playing, so if we're playing around a little bit, what if, so you said that you want these, um, want this, this, this mark, these scales. Um, what if it, um, would you be okay with it not necessarily being something that you were born with, but maybe something from a very young age you gained? Perfect. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and maybe it could be um, kind of almost playing into what um, what John had with his character. Uh, ooh. All right, interesting. Uh, <laughs> ooh. You dug too deep? Yes. Oh! Oh! So, Jackaro, you have your um, your kind of stumbled upon a you know dug too deep type thing. Yes. Um, so, what if the two of those are connected? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I delved too deep, yeah. and I I awoke in something, and it it uh, infected me. And I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe I don't care. I mean, it's helping right. me sometimes, but you know, it's you know, whatever. And then I'll uh, end the meetup in uh, Danny's character. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think that works. There's a connection there, definitely. Yeah. So you could maybe, Danny, with your character, you came across this whatever it is uh, from an incredibly early age. And it's kind of been with you this whole time. Mm-hmm. And maybe um, it's almost, like you said, maybe it's almost a sense of you were like, I I have another place that I need to be. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. that's kind of what drew you to this area. And you know what? So throwing it out, um, Decoro has, has a shipment. You have something that you need to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, John... Uh, what John? What you do? You have a character name yet? I do. Let me find that piece of paper. Uh, Valos. Could you put that Velos. in the chat, please? I, I will put that in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh shit! I better think. I ain't got to it yet. <laughs> Nobody oh, asked. A legendary one name. No middle name, just because of his business, he can't give out the last name. You know, yes. maybe this That's... isn't even his real name. Nobody like, knows. The yeah. share at D and D. Kitty cat, kitty cat, ah, kitty cat. Oh yeah, I hope he doesn't show you his asshole again. Like he kept on. It looks like oh, I just I did a line of coke here, but I'm like constantly doing this with my nose. But the cat is like, I don't know. You saw him earlier. He was mauling me. I have like cat fur in places I don't want to talk about right now. All right, she puts she puts coke on the cat's tail so she can say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do things in here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Danny, do you have a character name yet? Or? Oh shit, I, I I don't like. Uh, you don't I need. Thinking, that's fine. That's fine. Right. You don't need one. If anybody has any good ideas for like a creepy scaly girl, let me know. You call her the Swampress. So swampy. Um. He becomes so yeah. Swapping. So. Uh, I mean, that might be yes. my end game. Like, what if I turn oh. into a big serpent at the end? Like, that might be there like, I'm praying, like, let me turn into a snake. Let me, there you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we have, um, yeah, so we have, uh, so far we have the, the tech runner, the hired mercenary, the information broker, and basically the tag along. Um, Am I so, the tag along? No, you're the mercenary. Oh, mercenary. Jesus okay. 
<laughs> I was waiting for murder. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been relegated to the to the what is the undercoin? The bottom coin. Welcome to Rogue Trader, John. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're chewy. Yes. We got Han and Chewy. <laughs> I guess oh, I'll be Trevor's, fine. Trevor's nice. C3PO. Hey, Java. Hey, dude. <laughs> no, you're Greedo with the scales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, well, yes. I shot first in this version. <laughs> Always. In every no. version. Yeah. In yeah. every version now, apparently. Yeah, that's how it is now. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you have the original VHS. I do. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh, burn a copy for Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> have to dig out my all of Rhode Island. There's actually a, a massive um, open source project going on to try to um, high def the VHS version Ooh. and, yeah, and bring it to Blu-ray. Right? Yeah, was that? They're having everyone like send in their videos, right, to like compile it. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Oh, either that or it's a massive conspiracy to get rid of them all so that. The... Oh, George Lucas, you son of a bitch. He did it again. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, so we have. Um, yeah. No, and so that means uh, that just means that Daniel will be R2D2. Oh, God. <laughs> Not that way. You'll just be the. You'll be the, the lovable little droid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think, uh, so if you see the, uh, in Cubone that there's a, there's a river that runs into the bay to the west there, there's that little pocket. Mm -hmm. The river does Um, run through it. Yeah. Um, you know, you (laughs) most, your, your major cities are, are going to crop up on, uh, on inlets and rivers because that's where your trade's going to happen. That's that's ever that's every single city ever. Um, so chances are, if you are looking to um, ship off some tech, uh, chances are that's where you're going to be. So I think that that part right there would be a very good meeting point, launching point for everyone. Um, how long you stay there. And where you go is kind of uh, up for grabs. But uh, what kind of travel lanes are we talking about from, say, the blue dot to get to some sort of? Because I'm just looking at the at the hexes, saying, mm-hmm. "All right, that's like almost a hundred miles to just go straight north, right?" Or it's like sixty miles to get to the coast if I went and west to run up that way. Yeah, yeah, and to catch a boat there. So I mean, I mean, there's options. I just didn't know if that if there was anything specific as like if there's if there's a road that just goes that that goes to some major trading hub, then that that works too. That's most likely how it would happen. Honestly, um, you're going to have you know a an almost all roads lead to Rome situation with large nice. cities like that. Cool, cool. Um, so especially the the blue dot is is a large is a. Uh, 
a, a focus point for several reasons by itself. Um, so uh, you will definitely have a road that runs a, a travel way from one city to another. Um, and yeah, yeah, it'll be one of those things where you're probably used to making that journey mm. up and down. Um, you know, whether or not uh, sometimes you might, I, I guess probably most of the time you just kind of, um, if it's small objects here and there that you kind of want to ship out, uh, it's probably one of those like FedEx type situations. Yes, yes <laughs> exactly. Like, <for> <laughs> you kind of have a few captains that you work with. Yes. You can just kind of throw stuff. Uh, but, who's going um, north? Who's going north this time? All right. I got a couple of boxes here and I just throw them on exactly. there. Exactly. So you can't. No, no, no. It's going to go. It's fine. I start giving them coin and then I ship off. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Right. It's good. Um, however, you know, with uh, one thing we'll have to decide is whether or not this shipment is large enough or in, and important enough to the point where you actually want to go with it. I feel like, um, yeah, this particular shipment probably is. Yeah. Did, we, did, you, did you say what that shipment was? I have not yet. Okay, so just right. Okay, yeah, um, that's one. Of the, I think that's one of the things that we like that we'll have to work out, um, depending on. Um, and now, the the one of the things I really like about session zeros, especially when I'm working with something like this, is that I don't have to do all the work. Um, <laughs> so uh, because right now I have an information broker. You sure do. Nice. So Trevor, I'm waving. you can't see me, but I'm waving. Hi. <laughs> um, where, where do you think uh, on your journeys, um, where would you have kind of been like, you look like you're in need of something. And I might just have a person who can hand, who can uh, do that for you. Okay. So you, you want me to figure out where a shipment's going essentially? Yes. Basically. Okay. Um, What's that uh, on the southern tip of Canada there? There's like a yellow spot. What's that? Yes. That is a... Stain, a what was that? A peace stain? Yeah. 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 Actually, I, I, oh, I, when I photocopied this map in, um, I was kind of in a rush. And so I, I had a little relate. accident. Totally yeah, that's one of the parts I couldn't Photoshop out. <laughs> Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say you're going to run on a... Oh, you guys don't even use toilet paper. Forget it. Sometimes you have to use random things. You find like a sock or old toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, we normally just shake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> oh. Worst comes to worst, you kind of just bat it off. It yeah, it's, yeah, it's a nuisance. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, let's, before I figure out where it's going, let's figure yep. out what it is. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Um, so what kind of, I'm guessing this is probably, if, if this is a rather important shipment, this is probably higher end tech. Um, something that you might not necessarily always be used to. Um, Do you even know what it is? Maybe that's part of the... Well, well, he's the one that kind of gathered it up. But do you know all the about... pieces just because you gathered it? Do you know what it does you'd be like this point. is beyond me like what is this like are you talking about uh, decoro yeah um so he probably wouldn't go searching for something if he didn't like he, the things that he brings back that he sells 
are, are, are little things that he goes to market with. But if he has something specific, like this, this shit, this sounds like this is something that he found out was specifically asked for. So, mm-hmm. uh, he probably has a buyer already. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, if I'm heading north with this stuff, um, it would depend on really what, what, who the buyer was and what they were looking for. Okay. Well, uh, I'm thinking, um, some sort of civil war and maybe you're providing arms or tech to one side or the other or both. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Especially because Decora wouldn't really care. He just wants yeah. the money yeah. for it. Yeah. So, so, uh, all right. Would, would a, would like an arcane power source make sense? Some Absolutely. sort of H- Okay, some sort of uh, an arcane power source that would perhaps maybe there's a war machine that they're that, that they need this power source for. Does that mm-hmm. does that work? Yeah, I like that. So the um, so to give you a little bit more history, um, so the and now I don't uh, any names or anything that I drop right here. Um, feel free to change because like I said, like I'm going basically the, what I'm giving you right now are the names of, of cities and towns and regions from over a thousand years ago. Uh, so if you think that they might have um, developed in a different way, um, altered because of time, you know how, um, you know, like mm. new town becomes Newton over a, a over a period of time just because you know as time progresses people shorthand stuff and uh or it could have been that you know a new flock of people came in and renamed it all together um so the blue dot is uh or was could possibly still be um a city called silverwind it's actually one of the most ancient places in terms of civilization in the world is this, um, is this the blue dot that's like just southwest canada like in the middle of the ocean that blue dot nope uh this is the blue dot in the ravine of cubone's crotch okay <laughs> Sexy. Yep. let's get these uh, names on this map because this is <laughs> <laughs> um, so a uh, little bit of history for Silverwind it was the um, the birthplace and home of elven civilization for centuries um, and then um, it slowly kind of leached from their possession um, but it is still steeped in those in those ancient ways and that ancient power. Uh, so it could very well, but they've also been the that area has been one of the ones to accept technology and embrace it and meld with it the ancient teachings of magic so, um, at a much quicker and impressive rate. So having so that, oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You weren't done. Go, no, go, sorry. go. Well, uh, all right. I was going to say, you ha- you mentioned Elven. Mm-hmm. So, are there dark elves? Absolutely. They, have, uh, they haven't been 
seen or heard from for a really long time. Um, but there is a history of them existing and there's no reason to think that they aren't still around right now. They just don't want to show themselves. So what if this void matter that has infected me was because I was looking for this elven power source and it was, uh, it was basically defended or it was trapped by something that released this, that would infect whoever was trying to get into it. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got the way I, that's how I am the way I am because I've, I've dug this thing up and now I'm just, I, I need, I need to get it offload it to whoever I need to get it to. So would, would it make sense that it, so are we saying, are we establishing that there's a civil war somewhere? Um, I think maybe the concept might be that there's potential for a civil war or maybe somebody's may there. It could even be that somebody's planning one. Or petty okay. warlords. I kind of like the idea of that. What was that? Like petty warlords, like this town versus that town sort of thing. Not necessarily well, like I mean, a world encompassing power sources and war machines. I don't think that it might be a petty I think we're more so looking of we're looking at like a regional overthrow of power, right? Right. Which oh, okay. actually, yeah. in the the area that you're talking about, um, if we're dealing with the the yellow dot in that whole area up there, um, very much lends itself to to that history. Cool, cool. And Decro, you were saying that you just recently dug too deep, so your mutation or whatever the hell it is is fairly new. Well, I was trying to tie it in with 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 what I was uncovering, but it, it probably doesn't make sense now. I was going to say like well, it was it linked was, to the dark elves somehow, but if it's it, if it's also linked to what you're doing, then it probably doesn't make sense. Well, no, it, it actually it makes a lot of sense because if it is fairly new, I could have felt some disturbance. So one of my raised, you know, characters could have said something about it that something was mm-hmm. disturbed and it oh, led me okay. to you. That's what I was thinking. Ooh, yeah. Okay, that that's great then. No, that, that works, works perfectly. Yeah. 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 So if we can, yeah, if we can tie in your, um, your stumbling into this, uh, delving too deep into the power source while also whatever you found triggering something in Danny's character and having her basically search you out. Yeah, I, I was almost thinking that whatever happened to me directly relates to what was protecting this power source, mm-hmm. which also sort of relates to Danny's character. Definitely. Um, yeah, okay. I like it. I like it. It's awesome. Nice. All right. Um, so, yeah. Right now we have um, our uh, magic adept who is um, – exploring and looking for new technology and selling information and secrets along the way to, uh, to make his travels. Um, he hears about a group of people up in the North who are looking for a very powerful, um, source of power to, uh, power. If I, let's see how many times I can use that word in different ways. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, at least like three or four more in the corner. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, to to run their um, their war machines. Um, the now the reason for that might be that they just have 
Um, they've built this technology that um, their means, their sources of power aren't strong enough to run, or um, they could have also stumbled upon uh, this ancient check, this ancient tech that they've done everything that they can to, but they need um, a source of energy that's equally as ancient in order to perhaps be more compatible. I um, like that. Way. Yeah. Because it sort of invites the fact that more people with other interests could find out that we have this thing and mm-hmm. we're moving north with it and that that though there should be some conflict with that i would imagine exactly <laughs> um so yeah we have the the information broker that found this out um he knows a guy who knows a guy um gets in touch with him travel you know travels down gets in touch with him um our our tech runner uh finds the item or um, or items, um, it could be that you have like a handful of them, um, and you uh, or even just one big source that they can then, um, you, can, you know, they have people who might be able to kind of parse it out. Um, I think we'll have to. I kind of like the idea if you have like one big ass power source. Mm. <laughs> yes. Instead of like, instead of like, I have three carts of things. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and, it's just this massive. You have like, this, yeah, exactly. You have this yeah. massive thing that like obviously draws attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have this big thing covered in a tarp. <laughs> Don't pay attention. Just haphazardly, like uh, somebody wants this up north, but I'm gonna go with it. It's pretty big. I'm just gonna throw some tarps right. over it. Don't good. drop it. Heave off. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have like a wag, like a like a wagon cart, yeah, with like, and this giant thing with a tarp over it and a bunch of ropes holding it down. The poor like, horse. I don't know why everybody is staring at us. Pay no attention <laughs> yeah. to the cart. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and then you've uh, you probably have worked with um, whatever your name is with Velos. Um, oh yeah, you, Velos a, a handful of times, and you trust him, so you bring him on board. Um, He's to, the only one that I would trust to even accompany this with me. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, how, yeah. How, about, how about this is an... I'm fine with that, but let me throw this out. So yeah. if, if they're going to go to the coast, right, and there's mm-hmm. this potential for civil war and all this other stuff, so maybe as they're coming to the boat, I'm getting on the boat because I'm literally going to murder maybe the guy that wants the object. And they're like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, now, you know, I'm just working, blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> so they're like, oh, well, you're going that way. Oh, I'm going that way, too. That's pretty cool. All right, so cool. Yeah. Let's go together. And then, like, we get there and, like, stab the shit out of the guy. <laughs> as long as well, I get paid, whatever. paid first. <laughs> well, that could be, um, you know, he's probably playing it on the down low. Um, so it could, I, that could be if we kind of switch it up slightly, maybe, um, if you're okay with it, make that almost his like secondary goal of like the, the, the first reason why you, you were joining up with, um, with, uh, Decoros 
is no because he was like, hey, I have a, I have a deck of rogue. <laughs> Thank you, it's, because it's, it's because your last name's Slarin. Change it to just Laren and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the S. Roll Laren. Done. Done. Um, yeah, so maybe um, you know, Decoro got a hold, got in touch with you, and was like, I, hey, I have this job. I really need your help. And then you learn, like you know, you're like, you're like, sure, yeah, money, whatever. And then you meet up with him, and like he kind of starts to explain. I was like, yeah, it's up north, and there's this guy who needs this thing to start a civil war. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a big deal. They're gonna start a civil war. Yeah. I'm just gonna bring it up there. It's fine. Where is the problem? Yeah. Yeah. Money's so, good. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, so maybe you're now using Decaro in this ancient power source as your means and cover to get up north and basically like assassinate this dude and take out this coup to save the peace in the north almost. <laughs> nice. I like it. I'm down there. More civil unrest. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. The guy sounds like a real dick, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He does. Well, because I mean, war means that like your family will probably die. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was just an expense, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then. <laughs> um. Now the. Here's where. Here's where it gets. So we have the three. Basically, the three of you are tied together now because. Um, you know, Milo, um, you'll probably be the facilitator of this trade. Um, yeah. You, yeah, you probably already kind of, or, or at least you're like point, like number one point of contact with the people who are looking to, with the guy who's looking to buy this. He's, you've already talked to him. He knows who yeah. you are. He has no idea who this other guy is. Yeah, um, I feel like it would be more like uh, Decora would give me the product. I'd pay him for the product, and then, Ooh. and then like I would bring it over, almost. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I figured like the re- well, you could, um, you know, the reason that you're all kind of traveling up is because he has it, um, you know, and yeah, he's probably going to give you like the, um, if, whether or not if you want to buy it from him and then do the trade or. Um, maybe you guys work out a deal in the past where you get a cut. Yeah, yeah. You that, cut, you know, because you're the facilitator of it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're traveling with them because you he knows you, so you're going to be the one who's like, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm the middle whoever man. You, whoever you are, this is Decoro. He has the thing. This yeah, is yeah. what we talked about. Um, my So, and then. Um, what could go wrong? <laughs> exactly and then you have Zelos as like the hired you know the hired hand obviously yeah. um just to make sure that everything's copacetic and and everyone makes it out of there all in one piece just in case um and then danny yes i have I an idea. A name oh okay, okay go all right so Wait, it's mina I did, I did. <laughs> You're behind. <laughs> Ode to Dragonlance um, and the New Gods, which are really the old, you know, I don't know if you ever read Dragonlance, but Mina's pretty. Oh, shit, I went right to Dracula. I oh, thought yeah. you were going way old school. No, 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 I'm going to the, my, my heart and soul. And I thought you got it from the movie Sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. We, have, uh, we, we, we got generations covered there, I guess. 
<laughs> so uh, Amina issued in the new gods in Dragonlance, which are really old nice. little gods, but should read them. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. So, um, so I, I maybe I'm almost thinking that you could be a shadow of sorts. Uh, okay. I don't know. Now it depends on how you want to play the character. Um, okay. If you want to, um, it de- you know how how strong is Mina's draw to Decaro? Um, is is this something that you want to just straight up approach him with and be like, "Listen, we've got a connection." Like, <laughs> you know, like, take. Listen, I stumbled upon this this ancient evil as a kid, and it it did this to me. And I sense the same thing with you. So, what's up? <laughs> or if you maybe want to play it a little more close to the vest, and and uh, you're like, all right, I see. Like, you maybe you've gone to town, into the city, and you found him, and you've been tailing him for a couple of days and you see him you know getting ready to disembark on this ship so maybe you either stow away or um buy passage on it and just want to kind of keep close to him um i don't know exactly how you want to what end of the spectrum or somewhere in between you kind of want to play that it's true and i don't know the personality of my character yet but um i'm just trying to think of how it would go um, which is she like a proselytizer? Like she's she's proud of the fact that she's I'm pretty sure he's calling you a whore. Might be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> My well, but if if there's if there's all this civil unrest and stuff and, and she's you know kind of you know this mindset to you know, bring back this, this elder God or this sleeping, you know, sleeping God, like, would she be in that town sort of not so much, you know, fomenting that unrest, but maybe tapping into it. So maybe like, as we come to the boat, she's like at the dock screaming, yes, he's coming. We're going to, we're going to raise the, you know, whatever. And like, when he comes through, you're like, Oh shit. I, I feel that. energy. I recognize that energy. Who the fuck is that guy? No, I don't think I'm that direct. Um, so I'm taking pa- like just uh, the way I want to play my characters. I have skills that make people think I'm their worst nightmares and stuff like that. So I think I want to be a little more sinister than preachy. Mm, okay. If that's mm-hmm. makes a little sense. Um, but I don't think I would mind approaching Decorous and, and asking, you know, what happened and in the such and. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're not role playing that, if we're just fast forwarding, I don't know what Decaros's reaction would be to somebody approaching him. And the very first thing he would do was is correct the pronunciation of his name to Decaros. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then he will probably point out that you have, have scales all over your face, and then he'd probably get down to talking about what's going on. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna point something out. Maybe it's you who got your name wrong, and we're telling you how it's actually. <laughs> yeah, <pronounced>. I am one hundred percent okay with that. If that's <laughs> you keep calling it, I keep correcting you, but I'm wrong. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Maybe that could be the goof during the game, right? We just keep saying your name wrong, and you just keep correcting everybody. And it was like, no, man, it says it right on your damn name tag. It's Decarose, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I just wrote your name. No, I swear to God. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's Decarose Laren. It's Decarose Laren. Jesus. You know I mean, it's like Bobby's world. It's like it's instead of generic, it's generic. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Well, so well, well, let me ask you this question then. So, do we want to? like revisit all this in session one and like RP all this setup or, or like Danny said, are we just going to kind of fast forward through to like next session? Like we're on the boat or we're in town or we're, you know, kind of where we're going to be. I think that, a, I think that a good place to start maybe would be with the three of you together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we can, you know, we'll, we can kind of set up, the beginning of session one with um, just the narrative of Milo, um, you know, in his travels came across this guy who, you know, he heard and he he heard from person to person to person that he's looking for something, approached him, um, said, I know a guy, travels down, talks to Decaro, um, who takes some time, finds the item, brings it back, hires Velos. And then at that point, maybe we can start off with the, um, you know, you secured ship, you, you secured, secured passage on a ship. Um, it's been a couple of days. The ship is ready to embark and kind of that's where we can get things rolling because I think that the, the um, we have a good story that's pretty lengthy in order to get the three of you together, just in terms of time. Well, then Jesse, um, so I think Nick, can we just say that? that we're on the boat and the ship has already left and then I'm going to approach them like I snuck in? That way there's no, we're already on course and now they have to have this interaction. That's perfectly and, fine. I like that. And then I, there's I no argument like... about the turning the boat around. Or... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Decoro is definitely going to be open to what, uh, Mina has to say because he's gonna he finds out like when he goes out into the sun. I mean, I, I take one damage every hour I'm in the sun oh, if I'm Jesus. not covered, if if I'm not covered up. So I so she probably will have to guide me through some of that because uh, I'd be open to figuring out what's going on with me more than more than not. So that'll be good there. Hmm. Idea. I, I have a question. Uh, how does, yeah, go ahead. How does, how does Mina sense? That uh, Decoro has this uh, uh, blackness on him. I was thinking that um, one of the undead that I had raised had told me about it. Or I'm not at the point where I can raise them yet, but I can speak to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, but like when you see Decoro, how do you know that that's who is being talked about, who you're sensing? If you can see my skin, there's physically, there's like this crawling. Uh, like veiny blackness that kind of comes in and out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know if that if that will mean anything to me, no. But I, I feel like yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a beacon of, of some kind. Yeah. Um. So so kind of delving into and kind of adjusting backstory to get up. Yeah. Um. Uh, so what if 
Um, your your marks um, for Mina weren't. Maybe you maybe you have the the same or similar um, markings that Decoro does. Okay. In terms of that that blackness on you, but the, there is that that sensitivity to sunlight. And what if maybe that is where you got your original markings? Um, maybe it's almost like a um, like a, a a dryness, a scale almost. Um, because when you first came across this, it, you, um, you know, you were, you were out and about playing as a child does. And, um, you know, your, your first initial contact with whatever it was is what gave you the sensitivity and you were burned. And after that, it hasn't affected you at all. Um, but you're still... Can we suggest that it started like that and it has, this is now the current mutation. Like I recognize that because I looked like that at one point. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe you can, you know, you, you recognize him because of how he's acting. No, he's covered up. It's, it's a beautiful day out. Uh, Like, especially in this region, like nobody would be covered head to toe in this type of weather. Either that or I haven't figured that out yet. So she notices that I'm like, God, Jesus. And then it's actually described in here as uh, appearing as a greenish black ribbon that coils beneath your flesh, sometimes bulging under your skin like a parasitic worm. Other times, like staining your skin the unhealthy hue of a bruise. So that's happening. So maybe that's yes. maybe she approaches and be like, "You gotta cover your skin up, man." Like that's that is beautiful. Yeah. So maybe Danny, you've probably like watched him for a few days now, and you've gotten you've gotten onto the ship, and now is when you're like, "I can approach him because he doesn't have anywhere else he can go." Yes. And what are they gonna do? Throw me overboard? so you're like you're like this is the time now where i can actually talk to him and yeah you you probably you probably recognize him because this you know you used to be like that i realized i just repeated exactly what you were saying earlier just what you were saying was not clicking in my head so yeah that's that's perfect no i think you said it in a better way than i did so i just stole your words and said it a second time (laughs) (laughs) Like a good GM does. Exactly. <laughs> that that's perfect. Yeah. I like it. I also I feel like Milo has given me work in the past too, so I'm pretty well acquainted with him. Uh, that totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. If that works for for Trevor. No, it doesn't work for me. I don't want to ever see you ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe after getting to know me, yeah, probably like ah, I hate this guy. I hate this guy, but he gets the job done. So, ugh. already splitting the party. <laughs> Session zero. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, explore that black vortex while you guys deal with the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna end up in the black vortex. <laughs> It's gonna happen. That's where the sleeping god is at. Yeah, it's like a Um so uh, oh speaking of gods, um so we have um for Mina, um I have uh, I'll 
and I'll share it with you is um, I have a, a setup of cre- how to create a God oh. and everything like that. Um, and so I'm not entirely sure how deep you want to go with it. Um, oh, if you, I want to go if deep. You, <laughs> well, so she's whether there. or not you actually, whether or not, <laughs> whether or not you want Mina to even know who this God is. Probably not. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if you actually, if you would want to create it, um, and and then just have that rolled out, or if you want to, um basically have as much knowledge as your play as your character and if you want to kind of you know if you want to just kind of let it roll as it does Ooh, as much as i enjoy the prospect of making god it might be kind of fun to just role play and not know what this is coming from okay um, like mina this is perfect <laughs> no, i'm not playing mina she's totally different she's like a paladin shit <laughs> lawful evil um you you said with mina how um you know she kind of plays around with the dead a little bit and you have the the whole speak with dead thing yes um when you said that i had i had an idea of maybe what brings you to this city and what makes you search out um decoro is um perhaps this ancient whatever it is attempted to reach out to you through this person perfect so you're you're used to you know maybe not totally used to it's still kind of something a little new for you but of you know hearing hearing the dead you know when you speak with them it's usually you know they're they're almost like a last will and testament type thing and they're just going over their their lamenta- lamentations of you know their what they what went wrong in their life and what they wish had changed and how they died and all this kind of stuff and but when it when it happened this last time um you know it was almost a, an unnatural voice that came through to you that told you to to seek out this other person i love it the one like you yeah no perfect yeah, yeah. oh i like that yeah that was that's good and that's maybe you know maybe it's you you always kind of got a sense before this that there was something else to you that made you know there was a reason why you were different yeah and why you were cast out and um and maybe this is like the reef, you know, the the reaffirmation of like, like I, a I'm not alone, and b like if this power is reaching out to me, obviously I have a another. There's a meaning to my life now. I'm liking it. Cool. A lot. Nice. All right. So we have uh, we have four characters. We have uh, we have a, a goal for them. Uh, we have individual goals for each one. Um, and now, um, kind of the the one that doesn't necessarily have. I mean, you have so Decoro. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's Decarose. Um, oh, now that we've seen you, you're not doing it the right way. God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, are you, is this almost like a, a Han Solo type thing where, where you're not playing the long game in this? Um, you don't have, you don't necessarily have like a, a, a end goal in life um, other than like do what I can to be comfortable until I die or is do you have like some other meaning to why you're doing this um I mean yes hmm. but I, I I don't think Decoro I don't, I don't think he's completely devoid of like, like if a purpose, I mean, I guess that is sort of like Han Solo-esque. If a purpose came, it was it came in front of him that was like, well, we should probably take care of this. He probably mm-hmm. would. Yeah, he would. Yeah. So I think it, it almost seemed, in, in a sense, it seems like, you know, he, he does this because he's really good at it and it gives him kind of a thrill almost of thinking, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of a cross between like Han and this is weird. Um, only because I just I just realized it's like a Han Solo and Indiana Jones matchup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of like yeah. you have like and yeah you, and his you have Decker, like which is very close to Decker. Decker is from uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> there we go. There you go. My God, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh. uh, All right. Yeah. Exactly. So so Harrison Ford. Um, <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into um, it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm getting the sense. You know, it's the it's the thrill of of finding these objects, right? Because I have a sense too that you're kind. You know, you're you're a, most you're mostly a broker in terms of like going to other people, like you know, sometimes black market, sometimes above board type stuff, and buying things and basically bringing them to other people. But uh, like you did with this with this arcane power machine, um, like occasionally you will also go and find things, um, especially things that I believe belong in museums. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. um, so yeah, I think it, it it almost gets the sense of like you're it. He's like almost the thrill seeker type. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, like, you know, he does. He does whatever he can, um, but he likes he. You like the thrill of the find, the thrill of the trade, the adventure sometimes that it gives you. Um, but like you said, like if if he comes across something else that he thinks is not necessarily a, a higher purpose, but another purpose. Yes. Um, he's he's totally down for it. Um, I but like it. That, I think that could also play into the. Um, the, the thrill seeker aspect of like that could be rewarding and fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that plays into my descriptor of impulsive. So yeah, right. I mean, yes. Yeah. Love it. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying love it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, very nice. So we have, uh, yeah. Uh, so I like that your, that Decoro kind of has that, um, that almost free spirit aspect yes. about him. Very nice. Um, yeah. So, and then we have, uh, you know, Milo, who is the, 
uh, you're almost the, the seeker of the group. You know, kind of one of the thing, one of the big things that I've learned in my three weeks of Cipher <laughs> is that uh, the you know the, the the system is kind of set up about adventure, about exploration, mm-hmm. and and I think that that Milo really plays big into that because it feels like that's kind of what his character's all about. Yeah, well, I was reading what I did read about um, you know the cipher system was it was all about discovery. Like that's how you get like experience points and stuff. So yeah, I was like, oh, I want to be someone who wants to explore and find new things. So nice, that's yeah. I, my character. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that plays very well into um, into the whole se- into the whole setup. Yeah, and then we have the um, and then we, I like that we have the dark soul too. Yes, gotta have that yes. dark soul. Yeah, could be the one armed man. <laughs> I've already had one of those in game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russ. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny is that Russ was actually the. Uh, you can think of him as the as the beginning of this whole world. Yeah, really I guess to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah, he has he has the mechanical arm. Oh, that's kind okay. of the yeah. It's the it's the first of its kind. The the meld of of magic and technology. Nice. So you're saying you've you've used this setting before then? Uh this world <laughs> is the one that I've always played. Well, I'm loving it so far. Yeah, I created I created this world. Probably, God, eleven or twelve years ago when we first Man. started to play. Nice. And then it's it's had its different iterations as we've gone along. So, and this is just going to be the most recent one. So, but yeah, when you have over a decade, you have I have like a like a I think like a twelve or thirteen thousand year history to it and oh, all so kind cool. of stuff. But no, it's really it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Calendars with holidays and all kinds of yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's not like, cool. Do you know the geography better than real life? Because I can like tell you Forgotten Realms maps a hundred times better than I can where Syria is and like Oh God, yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. I could take a zoom in of like any region on here <laughs> and tell you like who populates no it. <laughs> All right. find to a certain ways. extent. Yeah. I, the, the one thing that I, that I don't like to do with worlds though is, is put too much detail in them ahead of time. Um, mm. Because then it doesn't allow for player creativity. Mm. Like if I had been, if Trevor was like, "What's that that yellow spot there? Could there be like a civil war there?" And I'd be like, "No, those are peaceful people. <laughs> a new spot, idiot." <laughs> <laughs> no, instead, you have names like Cubone and Cthulhu Snoopy now. <laughs> exactly. Canada, just straight up Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's Canada. <laughs> Yeah, I'll eventually have to come up with names for these. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Is everybody playing a human, or is there anybody oh, that's, that's really from the basic structure here? Yeah, I'm a human. Zachary's a human. Human. Well, kind of. 
Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Trevor, you're human too, I'm assuming? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. He's uh, a... Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah we, we, we didn't stretch. So so my guy would be modern equivalent, like Indian, brown-skinned, um, short hair. He's got three scars along his cheek. Ooh, like Indian three, or Native Americans? No, like India, Indian. Okay. Yeah, like like Hindu. Well, I guess Hindu's more religion than whatever, but yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like Middle Eastern. There we go. Cool. In that case, you're going to get checked at every port city. And unfortunately that fourth island has a new leader. <laughs> they've actually blocked off all trade. Oh, oh boy. I guess we're <laughs> well. Well, my, my expensive <laughs> item is going to be a disguise kit since he murders. So maybe I could <laughs> oh, just, you know, nice. like dust up a little bit. Yeah. There you go. Oh, no. White face. <laughs> <laughs> it's not racist if it's necessary. <laughs> okay. Whatever it takes to get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. We're on a um, boat. You're on a boat. Oh, wait, one last, what's the boat. name of our ship, your ship? Oh, uh, the, uh, the bitter oh, mother. Bitter mother. Is that every mother? <laughs> <laughs> bitter mother. In-law jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah. So what we'll do at um, what we'll do at session one then is um, go over. We'll basically take the last uh, two hours and condense it into two minutes. <laughs> that's what you do, as you do. Um, so yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll uh, we'll briefly go over. Um, you know, your the the development of the trio. Um, of, you know, Milo information brokering, getting in contact with Decoro, Decoro finding the object, um, getting in contact with, uh, whatever your name is, Velos. And, uh, Velos. 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 Or, or Velo. Velo. Oh, Velos. Oh, S. Okay. <laughs> it's in the Velos. chat. I mean, it's come silent on. from the swamp. I'm not even paying attention to chat. I have my own notes going down Same here. Same with S. <laughs> um, yeah, and so you get in contact with Velos, and then um, it will this be? I'm, I'm assuming that this is going to be a a ship that you have dealt with in the past. Yes. You wouldn't. Absolutely. You wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't put yourself in this precious no, cargo no, 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 no. on a new new ship with a stranger with a strange captain captain yeah. draggart and i are very very close we've worked together a lot i like it how close Cannon. <laughs> oh you're just gonna have to find out about that captain draggart there you go in the chat <laughs> oh two g's god damn it two g's. <laughs> Seriously? how else do you spell draggart I don't know. 
Not with one G, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. And then, uh, so yeah, and then we'll um, you'll have um, left port, and uh, we'll uh, I'll, I'll let um, I'll let Mira decide. Um, Mina, God Mina, damn it, you're sorry. terrible. At this. Listen, I, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mira actually. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out by next week. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and so, I'll get. I'll, I'll leave it up to her as to how many, how much time you want to pass um, before you approach uh, Decaro. Um, but we'll kind of we'll we'll deal with that as it comes, and that's where we uh, that's where we'll be picking up. Yes. Cool. Sounds perfect. How long of a of a sail is it from where we are to where we're going? Like two days, maybe? Oh no, much longer than that. Oh, longer. Oh, okay. Yeah. One thing that you'll know that you'll um is that you you see that giant. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed it. The uh, the giant black spot on the map, right oh, where we're oh. starting, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nobody goes near that. Oh, <laughs> that okay. is that is uh, incredibly dangerous uh, seas, um, where basically there have been a few people who have tried to sail into it, and they haven't come back. Um, so because of that, most people. And the the um, circumference of the danger zone changes constantly, um, oh. and the um, the severity of the storms and, that uh, exists there um, can go anywhere from, um, you know, a tropical thunderstorm, um, a tropical storm that kind of gives you rough seas, but is manageable with an expert crew to. Um, like George Clooney, perfect storm, you know, hundred foot tall waves that can tip, you know, can capsize even the largest boat with ease. Um, so because of that, most people kind of just avoid that region altogether. Do they so fish for crab there? Yeah. <laughs> Gigant, yes. like crabs with like 80 foot long legs <laughs> nice, nice. Mm. And We're doing it. <laughs> yes <laughs> click click clap uh, <laughs> <is>. yep. <laughs> That's um yep so uh so yeah most people will uh will end up going around the southern tip and sailing up that way um so you're looking at a uh you're looking at a travel time of probably a couple of weeks oh shit Cool. Yeah. So, what kind of dangers a, are we looking at? Like on the way, you, you, I mean, obviously, there's probably sea monsters all over the place, right? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, you the the usual. There are you know trade routes that go all throughout here. Um, yeah. But you know, you always run the risk of running into um, you know a dragon turtle or a leviathan here and there occasionally. Um, plus, you know, pirating is definitely a thing um and so yeah there's always the risk of of danger 
I hate pirate ships because we had this ongoing long D&D campaign and we had a complete TPK on one and it was so devastating. So uh, they, they make me cringe. See, I have the, uh, <laughs> uh, the only um, sea voyage campaign I ever ran lasted only a couple of sessions because the group uh, uh, disbanded after that for a period. Um of like three months and then we got back together. Um, mm. But uh, I have a very, um, very, it ended on a very high note with a battle with pirates oh. in which the wizard that I think they were like 10th level at the time and the wizard of the group um, cast uh, create ice and she made it into a, um, a three foot thick, 10 foot wide and a hundred foot tall wall <laughs> that she created on the deck of the pirate ship. Nice. <laughs> and it basically, yeah. And so all the force of that, it just sh- sent a three foot thick, yeah. hundred foot tall sheet of ice through their ship Damn. and cracked it in half and sank them. <laughs> like you do. Yeah, exactly. Like a 10th level wizard does. <laughs> it's all right. If, if any pirate so, ships come along, I, I know most of the captains, so it's fine. <laughs> nice. Who's <laughs> the whore of the group? <laughs> You'll find out. Obviously, obviously it's Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there we are. All right. I think that came along uh, very well. I'm so excited. Yeah, that was, that was you guys great. did a very good job. <laughs> well, we've got a, si- a solid pilot at the, at the helm. So Oops, and yeah. next week, I will give Sephiroth some food and lock him in a room. <laughs> no, I really thought he was dying. I heard this terrible meowing, and that's why in the beginning of this, I'm like all twitchy, and I heard it, and I had to get up, and he just he just wanted me, like to come in. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Well, at least he behaves. Mine's a peckerhead. I I saw her. I saw her. So, uh, in the yeah. comments, and- you guys can't see, but there's nice pussy jokes going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, in the, uh, in the meantime, I'll try to give uh, I'll try to give some things names, um, like where you're coming from and where you're going. That would probably be helpful. That would and, probably- uh, Yeah, and I hate random name generators, so. Hey, that's what I. Well, no, I actually didn't use that. I found a list of names. Just give me uh, fantasy V names. Yeah. <laughs> Vaginos. <laughs> that one you would probably remember and say right all the time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll come up with all that, and then I'll uh, I'll find ways to kill you guys. God damn it! Sounds like a blast. Awesome. Right. So we'll handle scheduling via email and all that sort of stuff. We're looking at uh, next month sometime. Sounds good. Sounds good. Long, long wait. Anticipation. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know if I can schedule another game this month. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right. All right. Cool. Well, cheers, everybody. It's been real. Yeah, that was great. Can't wait for the next one. No, me either. Absolutely. <laughs> thanks for everybody for yeah, uh, for coming on and, and getting this ship underway. And thanks to Jesse for uh, literally for undertaking you, a uh, brand new endeavor here. Thank you, players. Ooh. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Cheers. Good night. Good night. Thanks, everybody, for checking it out. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.